0: All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG.
1: Conservative Michelle Rempel, who is uh, never one to shy away from serious issues, not this one, uh, she took center stage in the House to speak a lot of truth to, I think, an issue that is, of course, still pervasive. It's not new, as the prime minister says, but there is a power imbalance that remains within the power corridors. Despite the fact that we hear platitudes about feminism every single day, all we hear about gender, parity, equality. And we got a prime minister who trots all over the planet demanding our progressive you know, progressive ways in trade deals. But Rempel uh, proves that this is all talk and no action. I mean, women in Justin Trudeau's Canada are still very much treated as props or space fillers. And you can really only get perspective on this if you've been in Ottawa. So let's bring someone in who's very familiar with Ottawa. Her name, you know her. Elise Mills, Strategic Communications, uh, Media Relations. You got a long title. (laughs) You
0: got a long title. You're a strategist. You know what I call it? A clean up on aisle six. There you go. President of clean up on aisle six. <laughs> but clearly,
1: the prime minister, as Michelle, I think, was trying to prove, is that yeah, you can talk about this all you want, but there is a problem.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, that's the thing that has always really bugged me about about leaderships like Trudeau and it's specifically male leaderships but i hear women or female leaderships do it too mm-hmm. where they conflate issues that it, sort of painting this picture and the picture the canadian public i believe thinks that's what it is but that's not what it is you really have to walk in our high heels on the hill and you have to walk on in our high heels, uh, you know, as we crisscross the country doing politics and trying to raise women through the nomination period uh, process. And I just like would like to begin with one example, which I think glare, is really glaring me in the face right now. And I think the prime minister should be embarrassed by this uh, fact, which is if I was running a candidate with the exact same CV as the prime minister. But she didn't. Her name was Justine, but it wasn't Trudeau. Her last name was Smith, for example. I couldn't get her, Alex. Mm -hmm. First of all, I couldn't raise money. Other women wouldn't have given money. People would have made fun of the fact that I was trying, that I had seen this person. I swear to God, they're going to be prime minister. Aren't they going to be great? I wouldn't be able to get them through the nomination period or process. I would have been, the opponents would have dragged her out and, and beaten her up in the back, figuratively speaking. And it's rough and ready. That is, and I hate to say this, but that's male privilege. That's the privilege Trudeau has. And yes, some men can't share it, but it truly is male privilege. We don't, men rarely check their CVs to believe if they're good enough to be there. And their strategists rarely do that too. But when a woman comes through, and I think Michelle sort of talked about this at one point, um, they, they're under a microscope. They've got to be the best of the best, and they've got to put up with a bunch of junk that men wouldn't put up with. And that's where this really begins. It sets the precedent for the imbalance of the environment.
1: Let, let me play you a clip of what Mr. Trudeau said today on a fairly basic question about Kent Hare. Take a listen.
0: We are, as we are saying, um, all of us, uh, figuring out... transformations that we need to make in our workplaces, in our uh, communities, in the environments that surround us, to go to a place of uh, more respect, more support, place of belief, place of um, creating uh, work environments and life environments for everyone that are respectful and appropriate.
1: We okay. are moving
0: forward. I, I as gotta, many I, I've heard enough.
1: The odds and, and the pause, I mean, it, it's it's annoying to me. Um, Elise, how in, in God's name can he go out and talk about that this is a new problem? Because it's not a new problem. It's never been a new problem. It's not been a new problem for
0: decades, and they don't have a playbook how
1: to deal with this?
0: Well, he seems What gets me about this? I'm not even sure what he just said, so I'm just going to make some assumptions. But this is a prime minister that when he came in and was elected, uh, his party was elected, he wrote mandate letters to all of his cabinet ministers, ex- writing explicitly what he expected from them. And then he taught and then he went on this, you know, feminism tour. And he, he, his famous catchphrase was because it's 2015. Yeah. Well,
1: then a, wom- how- a woman, by the way, wrote that talking point. That was a woman yeah. who wrote that famous quip <laughs> <laughs> that he takes credit for.
0: It's just too bad that he he doesn't live it, right? And that's the problem I have when I listen to Justin And It's not just the issue of what we're talking about today. It's many other policy issues, but that's not what we're talking about right now. But so here he was, you know, he had anointed himself Captain Feminism. And he comes out, he has the audacity to come out and say, well, we're just sort of, you know, peddling through this right now, folks, you know, it's really, you know, it's hard to figure out how to treat women. You know, yeah. Feminism's hard. Yeah, feminism's hard. (laughs) You know, I may have said this at Davos while I was drinking my Chardonnay, and I may have said this to Bill Gates, and I may have committed this or that, but I, I, to be honest, people, I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's really hard to understand how to treat women. It's a joke. It's a joke and it's really disappointing. And everybody's complicit, but when the prime minister jumps out and he anoints himself captain feminist, I think he carries a larger burden than the rest of the men on the hill, quite frankly. Nobody's had the audacity to be so uh so arrogant <laughs> to do such a thing. So I think if he wants the celebration, he's got to take the heat too, right?
1: Yeah. And let me let me let me switch this up a little bit. I'll give you a twist. Because I don't think actually Parliament Hill, I mean, we're seeing Michelle Rempel uh, stand up there today and talk about it, but it's not just coming from other men. You know, I know, and I know women uh, who are conservative who have been attacked uh, by other women on the Hill. So, I mean, it goes both ways. It just depends on which side of the aisle you're on as far as harassment.
0: Yeah, I, I I talk about this a lot in in the, in a lot of my commentary, especially this week, is that I've sort of taken the curtains back and I'm sure there's women that absolutely detest everything I'm saying because I'm, you I'm detest giving away you detain. anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm competition. Um, you know, there's a million reasons not to like Elise Mills. Um, and you know, I'm single i say what i what i mean and i mean what i say and i'm a straight shooter and i don't like any you know garbage and i want equality and i expect you as as a fellow or a sister woman to have my back when times are tough because i have your back whether you like it or not t- when times are tough um but i would say that uh, and i and i don't know exactly how old you are alex but i'm almost 45 and oh, dude i'm older of- than you well, I think I think you look younger than me, but I, I think my body um, doesn't say that. Yeah, my joints, <laughs> my joints tell,
1: my joints me, joints totally tell me differently. differently <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know,
0: I know. But, and and I, I'd like to blame politics for that as well. I think internally I'm aging faster. But um, but we there's a group of us on the Hill. And I will say this: one of out of all of this over the last 10 years, I've had the privilege of, of joining up with uh, with my conservative and NDP women friends and we have relationships that are unbreakable yeah. we decided that if no one else was going to support us in the sisterhood we were going to support each other and through that I have some of the richest female relationships and some great experiences with mentors I didn't even know would become mentors so we have and I think the men that that know us are always incredibly shocked and slightly envious how we roll together. I think that I, I just feel so privileged. And I, and, and I think that that's how we've had to manage it. But I will say when we came through, women that were slightly older than us made it their business not to be on side with us. We were either after their husbands. I, I remember seeing, and it was quite common form on the Hill, that husbands were told that they couldn't work with a certain group of us on campaigns, they didn't trust us, that we were the enemy. And that, believe it or not, you'd be shocked to hear the names that I can name today that are in powerful positions mm-hmm. that still talk like that. and. I, I, it is high time to reveal those women because I think they are as much a perpetrator as the men that we're talking about today. And I actually think in the most cases, there's more evidence to back that, that accusation up towards them and with some of the allegations that we're seeing uh, across the country and, and into the state sometimes. So yeah. th- this is a problem. And I'll tell you, if that gap d- hadn't existed, these men would not have been able to carry on. Yeah. And if men that claim they're feminists had really been feminist, they wouldn't have hidden their buddies, their golf buddies, their best friends or whomever it is, and allowed them to siphon off the public system with these big pensions, these big contracts, all the while knowing they were either domestic abusers, sexual abusers, or all around bad hombres, as Trump says.
1: Well, sister, thank you for that. I got to go. Raise my fist. <laughs> Thank you. That's Elise Mills joining us tonight. A lot, of, a lot of good sense and a lot of good perspective. I think it's important to have the perspective of what Michelle was talking about, how long it's been going on. Um, and, and David Aikens just tweeting out that the prime minister now saying every single liberal riding will have to reach out to find women to run except the 183 liberal ridings with incumbents.